Mapping, mapping, mapping around with Ryan and Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, Ryan. How do you do? I do great most of the time. How do you do? Eh, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, maybe it'll get better. Yeah, we'll see. I'm still waiting. This episode of Mapping Around with Scott and Ryan... I was in the elevator the other day at work. Uh, it wasn't the other day. It was more like January 11th or so. And someone was like, someone said to another person in the elevator, they said, Happy New Year. Oh, wait, can I still say that? And the woman said, she was like this old woman who, I, who was trying to be wise, I could tell. And she's like, you know what? This is the first time we've seen each other. So yes, you can say that. And if it was June and I was meeting someone for the first time, then it would be okay to say Happy New Year to that person. That lady she sucks. Around. She sucks. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, Mar- she, was, she, she thought she was very wise. Though. Yeah. No, March is way too far away. I thought you were going to tell me you were stuck in an elevator for three months. And that's why we're just not doing this. <laughs> that would have made more sense than Happy New Year is okay in June. No. But I mean, I'm I'm setting up that yeah that that definitely does not make sense, and I, I didn't tell that woman that I let her be. Um, but that's all to say that we're gonna do a little year in review, I think, in this episode, just to just because I like for one, I like talking about stats for the year, putting those out there somewhere to show how statly we were last year, mm-hmm. and then we'll move on to this year. It'll be. I mean, I had a good year last year. I'm having a good year this year, too. I had a great 2018. I am not having a very good 2019. Mm. But we don't mm-hmm. have to get into that. We can get into yeah. that uh, March of 2020. How about that? Okay. Well, yeah, we'll check back in and see how your 2019 was overall. But yeah, for me, I mean, I had a baby in 2018, so that kind of made it great automatically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I got married in 2019. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, it's all good. My car oh, lit just... on fire in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> My cat died last week in 2019. <laughs> you know, and I actually want to talk about that. I don't know if it's too fresh for you, but Sassy was a great cat, and we had a, a picture of Sassy on the front of Pinball Map when we very first started it. She was crawling into my paragon machine the glass was off and she was walking on it while we were trying to repair it that was kind of a to tell her like that you know she was always right there while we were first working on this site and a great companion i'm sorry to see her go me too one more sassy story and then we'll get to 2018 um i am a former owner of world cup soccer not a not a huge fan of the machine Mostly because of the theme, I don't I don't care for soccer, um, so it's a weird machine for me to own. But um, I had a picture of Sassy taped under the back glass <laughs> or under the the glass on where like the rules cards would be. And oh, yeah. moments before I sold the mas- the machine to Beth, actually, uh-huh. P- PBM's own Beth, I yep. uh, I pulled that glass off and snagged that Sassy picture out of there. And it was the end of, it was the end of two long-term relationships I've had. Yeah. Sassy and World Cup soccer. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, at least you sold it, World Cup Soccer to a friend, and you could still hop over there and play it sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. but Take me back to a, to a better time, yeah. to a better year. Last year, 2018, everything was going great. So here's what we did. We started a podcast, which you're listening to. That was cool. We made a regionless map. That was a pretty big deal, um, Mm -hmm. which is like all the regional maps combined together into one super map. We launched a Patreon, which is holding steady and really helping us with our costs. Yeah. Um, That was a great idea. Um, Is that your idea? I think so. Okay. I think I I think I had that idea like years ago and then we never did it. But we're not I'm not looking for credit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but you can't take the credit. So okay. Okay. we gotta share that. Uh we made new shirts, including a new design, like Portland Pinball Map shirt, which I was wearing the sweatshirt of that today at the Los Angeles Zoo. Nice. You know, I'm still waiting to run into somebody in public that I don't know wearing one of the shirts. It's a really petty thing. <laughs> it's a really petty part of my brain that's active every time I'm out and about. <laughs> but, but that hasn't happened yet. Renee wore one uh, yesterday, and yeah. I saw her, and I was a little surprised to see it. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. cool. That almost counts. I, I don't think that really counts. Though. My wife, she, Renee. By yeah, the she's your <laughs> wife. And she, she <laughs> lived. Um, I saw someone once wearing one. Really? Someone yeah. you didn't know? Yeah, someone. What do you do there? Do you do you say, "Hey, nice shirt"? No, I don't think I said anything. I think I was handing out pinball map pins at that time. It was like during a league that I wasn't a part of, so there was like forty people walking around, okay. and he he sort of like walked past me. Okay. Yeah, so I think I. But I, it was it was I'll, cool to see them. I'll have a hard time not saying something to somebody, but I will hate myself later. <laughs> for saying something <laughs> to somebody so if you're that person i'm sorry in advance what other what other cool things happened in 2018 well stern pinball launched their new website mm-hmm. and they have a pinball locator on it that uses our api and our data mm-hmm. stern has a thing called the stern army so the Stern Army are like locations that run promo events for them, I guess, like the launch events, and they get a lot of swag, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I think that's all they really know. We created a tag on our site where we can tag locations as Stern Army locations. On their locator, the locator basically, when you load it, it shows all the Stern Army locations. Then, it, then you could do additional searches, which we're actually in the process of updating a bit to make the search even cooler than it is right now but that's still cool like they're using our data for that they like us yeah and it's cool and weird and existential to some degree to be working with people who are getting paid to Mm. interact with Mm -hmm. our api real business professionals you know (laughs) i don't know yeah i find that i haven't found a place for that yet it's a (laughs) it's a positive thing i just don't know how to how to file it away I don't know. I guess I'm thinking of them typing and who typing like this, the staff members. Yeah. Kind of like the, the person uh, who's on the other end poking around at the API mm-hmm. and uh, punching a time card and logging time against working with the, <laughs> the pinball map. And then you and I are on the other end of the email, like, uh, Hey, sir or ma'am, <laughs> can, can we add a feature for you? 
They're like, you may. Uh, the last thing on my list is that we've started a total app rewrite, which is still ongoing, but that's a huge deal. I guess we could give a status update for that right now. Um, it did slow down a little bit during the holidays, as things tend to. But since then, we've been zooming along still. Beth is doing a really, really great job. Like, I love the app. Like, I, I open it, and I'm happy to be in it every time. I like how it looks. I like how it functions. I think it's going to be just a massive uh, improvement. Uh, you know, it just basically builds off of what we've learned over the years with the current apps. One thing I actually was thinking about the other day that I like about things like projects that take this long is that it gives you a lot of time to take your time and make it really good. Mm -hmm. um, I've like refined the the style on the pages, you know, a dozen times already, and that's good because it just makes it better and better. And I wouldn't be able to do that if we had like. A deadline of like one month from now i just have to like work as quickly as possible well and the thing i've and i'm more of an outsider here i help out with the api as we need it um but the thing i've heard come up between you and beth a couple times is uh borrowing things that work well in other apps you know best mm -hmm. practices at this point which maybe weren't as defined when the original apps were created uh so mm -hmm. so they'll feel a little more familiar for people who use their phones all day using other, you know, million dollar apps. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely rely on looking at these professionally made other apps and websites and seeing how they design things, like just cherry picking ideas off of all those. And I'd be a little lost without those. And I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of to use ideas from other people. Nope. Thanks for the ideas, Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all that R&D. <laughs> Thanks for the free ideas, tech bros. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I went too far. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. You seem a little... <laughs> so yeah, that's the year in review. Well, I guess we could... I could also throw in stats from last year too because I have all those. Um, and, you know, you can't really compare them to the year before. You could, but I don't have the year before is in front of me, so you can't. Mm-hmm. But let's see, year stats, this, I'm going to just churn through these. We had 13,479 machines added to locations and 9,103 machines removed. So it's a net increase of 4,376. That's a lot. Feels like a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a that that seems like a real lot to me. Thirteen thousand machines added. That's like a lot of edits being made to the map. Yeah, because I, I mean, at least in in Portland, your average good pinball place has what four machines, and the truly great ones have you know ten, twelve. Mm -hmm. So just to think across the the whole country that there's this many places with pinball just seems uh I don't know. It's more than I, I, I expected. Yeah, and those are just machine edits, too. That's like people just adding or removing them from locations. I mean, including brand new locations being added. But in total, I mean, at the moment right now, we have, uh, we're at over 6,000 locations and over 20,000 machines total. So to have like, you know, say last year we were just under 20,000 machines, yet 
map edits wise, we had over 13,000 machines added last year and 9,000 removed. Like that, that seems like a ton of edits considering how many are out there. Mm-hmm. And we had 5,578 uh, location confirmations. Oh, nice. Thanks. Thanks for those. Machine comments. We had 9,690 machine comments. Uh, GI is out. GI is fixed. Uh, 1,950 location submissions. 855 scores added. And I think at the end of the year, we're at 6,157 users, like registered users. I have a feeling when that new app comes out, all of this is going to blow up. Uh, just because yeah. the regionless stuff, right? Like the new app is pretty much 100% regionless, right? Yeah. The new app's 100% regionless, and the current apps are 100% regional. So there's no regionless stuff on the current apps right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's totally going to change the game. I have to give people explanations these days when, you know, somebody submitted two locations in Brazil uh, last Friday. And, you know, I, I say, hey, I added them, but don't expect them to show up on the app just yet because we're the app only has ones that are in regions and we don't have a Brazil region right now. So what they say I've, back? They didn't say anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I send a lot of responses to people and don't re- receive responses back that just kind of the name of the game i think people submit stuff and they say so long after that uh but the there was actually a pretty cool submission there was uh it was like um i think it was called old school pinball club it's in sao paulo i didn't realize this but there was uh, a manufacturer called taito t-a-i-t-o yeah it's japanese that, isn't it yeah, it's Japanese, but then it like the the description says something about Brazil. Also, it's like I don't know if they're manufacturing in Brazil, but it says like Taito de Brazil. I think hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, it's a Japanese one. But they they have these uh, themes that I hadn't seen before: um, Hawkman, Vortex, Shark. Uh, pretty cool. <laughs> it's called yeah. Shark. Yeah, just Shark. Hmm. Uh, early 80s like 82 83 um, and Hawkman is actually the same layout as Fathom did you see a a picture of it yeah does is it the DC character Hawkman you know what (laughs) I don't know what the DC character Hawkman I I don't think it's hard I don't know he's got big wings he holds a mace an imposing dude had wings yeah I mean it's a Hawkman so they had wings but I didn't I didn't see a mace okay the mace is critical that's like thor's hammer for this guy yeah hawkman's mace and then vortex was a retheme of blackout okay yeah so i i don't know if tight all of taito's games are rethemes or not i don't think they are but still it was cool those were three machines that we had never had on the map at all and it's cool that they're like you know in brazil and still working yeah yeah i like that So that's the year. Now we're moving on to this year. Hope we can have a another good year like last year. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, pinball map-wise, this is going to be a good one. The other thing, um, I don't think we 
did we talk about this last one last time we we met um our own personal map server tile server up and running no yeah that's uh map tech so we're on map tech now and what were you saying scott oh well i was just saying that we have our own map tile server we are off the grid uh <laughs> we've created our own grid for maps yeah i know literally it is a grid of maps so do you want to give any details about it um sure so we're using open map tiles and the good folks there, or some uh, mega fan of theirs, created a Docker container. That Docker being, uh, imagine it's like a spellbook for how to <laughs> how to take a system of many programs and dump them onto a computer, such that the computer knows exactly what programs and versions of those programs are necessary to run the overall program in this case a map server um so we have a docker container that we put on an ec2 machine ec2 being amazon's uh virtual machines that they make available for a reasonable fee and that machine now runs and responds to our uh, little websites map requests where you may recall previously we were using google for this and last year they decided to start charging for it, which is reasonable but unaffordable. Um, so now we have our own our own map solution. You may have noticed the maps look a lot different now, and don't have a ton of information about non pinball map locations. Yeah, I think it it's I think that data is sourced from OpenStreetMap, so it very it varies from area to area. I think we need to get a setup where we're like refreshing the tiles because those get updated a lot too showing new business information and things like that Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah they are overall sparser than the google maps ones which you know you can't compete with google maps as tops like it has the most information on it yeah which is Um, which is awesome but you know i'm looking at the map and i'm thinking do i really need to is this what I'm doing here? I'm trying to find where the local Carl's Jr. is or something. I just want to know where the pinball machine mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So probably it's good enough. I don't know. Yeah, and you could do cool stuff. Like you can create your own themes, which right now we're using a default theme, but I did create uh, a theme with colors that kind of match our site colors, uh, which will add that themed base map um, to it, which so it'll... The, the base map will look, be more integrated with the R site theme, which I think will be cool. I think the coolest thing about it is, and I, I know we talked about this before, but this there would not be a pinball map right now if we weren't able to do this. Um, our costs for Google Maps were, I mean, what was it? It was over 200 bucks a month or something crazy like that. Um, yeah, I think well over that. I can't remember, but it was, yeah. And, you know, the page, Patreon money is super, super helpful, but wouldn't cover that. So what we can cover now is the cost of our server hosting uh, of our own MapTile server. Um, and then we got the software for free. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that that was almost the end of the pinball map. Yeah. And it feels cool to be self-sufficient there too. Like to, to know that these tiles are loading just for us. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And it hasn't gone down yet, which is surprising and cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're our, true. we're our own, uh, 
DevOps team too, Elijah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get woken up for that. No, but yeah. But I will. I will wake you up, Elijah. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, another map tech ish uh, update is I. I can't believe we haven't talked about this, but the saved locations feature. Did I get. Oh yeah. I have this on my list. Apparently, we haven't talked. I, apparently, that's kind of that new. So we added. Again, this is not on the current app. It's only on the website and the app we're working on. But we have a saved locations feature where if you look up a location, there'll be a little heart icon next to its name. And if you click that while you're while you're logged in, if you click that, then that location gets added to your saved list. Man, it feels like we talked about this, but maybe not. No, we totally didn't because I remember doing it uh, over the holiday break in a fit of rage. <laughs> so that was after the last uh, after the last podcast. Yeah. Who were you angry at? Nobody. Nobody. I just, uh, I hadn't had a lot of time to work on pinball map stuff. Um, uh-huh. So it, it was a lot of little code features here and there adding up together. And I just remember putting on a dumb TV show and plowing through it. Nice. So on the website, at least, if you've saved, if you've, you know, if you've saved one place, there'll be a link that says saved map or something saved map. Yeah. And you click that and it loads a map just showing the locations that you've saved. So it's your own little personal map with your favorite places on it. I think um, for me, it's, it's a good one because it points to a larger direction that I think we need to go of making user accounts more, I don't want to say meaningful, but less of a security feature than a, uh, you know, actual, I go here and it feels like my home on the pinball map. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We need the, yeah, totally. the point system, the badges, whatever it is people want to see. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the save feature is exactly that. It's it's a, a way to make the, the app kind of their own thing mm-hmm. that's all i got from map tech oh i get yeah i guess app stuff which it's hard to put a percentage on how far through it we are 80 percent maybe i feel like we're really really close uh there's only a few more features to be added and then it's then we'll have beta testing beta testing for patreon members yeah i'm saying patreon members can beta test and uh, admins also um you are testing on iOS, and Beth is testing on Android. Is that true? She t- she tests like in a iOS emulator, and I sent her an Android phone that I had so she can use that. But I also have another Android phone here, so I test in Android and iOS here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks. Yeah, I actually haven't opened Android in a few in like a month, so I need to do that because things pop up in android that are bizarre do you remember the amazon fire phone yes that's still a thing i i think it probably is which oh, is just really? like a it's just like a custom android rom isn't it oh it is? no I, I i don't know i, I assume they uh, did their own thing but i don't know no no i don't think so i think it's just android what about windows phone is that still that a is thing? gone oh that's no. gone yeah oh you which had, is you had one of those didn't you yeah, yeah. I and uh, that phone got stolen out of my car while I was surfing one day. 
and I was very sad about that. I, I really liked Windows Phone. I, I thought the just the design was really pretty, and it felt really intuitive to work with. I've actually been on the bus years ago, and I've looked over old ladies' shoulders and seen them with Windows Phones, and uh, they've. Uh, it seemed like a, a good um, operating system for the elderly. It's the second story in this podcast episode that involves you around an old woman. <laughs> well, you don't know my definition of old. It could be, you know, 40. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my, my grandma, who's just actually today is her 98th birthday. Um, she wanted to get a cell phone a few years ago. And I, w- I wanted to recommend a Windows phone because she uses Windows and it, whatever version of Windows she had is the, was, the, I think, the one with like the, all the tiles on it, which I think they don't use anymore. Mm-hmm. But I just thought she'd be real familiar with it if she moved and had a Windows phone. Uh, she ended up getting an Android and it sucked. It was, it was like an Android ROM that was made specifically for elderly people. And it was, they did not do a good job with it. It was really difficult. And I don't know, I can't really remember the details of it, but I remember going over there and showing her, trying to show her how to do stuff. And I was confused by it. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if people care to hear about this, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's interesting. Like um, my assumption would be that old people, when they pick up their phone, it's to call somebody. I, I'm probably wrong, and I apologize if that offends anybody. But that's that's where my head goes. Whereas mm-hmm. I think of my phone like the the phone calling part is the last thing I want to do. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. But if the elderly are truly out there trying to you know hit up some website and having trouble doing it, that feels like an untapped market. What would your product be? Like? <laughs> I, don't, I guess it would be a giant, operating system, a giant button that gets you to Instagram <laughs> for the grandkids. Uh, a yeah. giant button that calls people, maybe some sort of scheduler for making sure you take your medication on time. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should, I should shut up because I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about here, and I don't want to stereotype. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you wrap it all up in uh, an application. It doesn't even have to be an, o- an OS, just an application mm-hmm. that runs at launch time, and of course, a giant pinball map icon mm-hmm. that um loads with the nearest uh <laughs> i'm gonna bail on this because everything i say is just gonna be short-sighted and offensive i just you were think, gonna pick a particular machine that no i was gonna where my head like? was going was like where would old people want to play pinball and it immediately went to places mm. that probably aren't true so i'm just not gonna say anything at all um okay. except my heart is in the right place. I feel like the elderly, if they want to use smartphones like everyone else, they deserve a high level of service that is uh, tuned to their needs. And I feel like if that's not being presented today, that's what we should be doing now. End this podcast today. <laughs> End the pinball map. That's what we're focusing on after this. Oh, I actually have a few fun stats. We, so if we want to hop back to stats for a few minutes. Fun stats 2019. Fun stats 2019. Here we go. Right. So, and this is a quiz for you. Do you think there are more comments, machine comments, that mention the left flipper or the right flipper? 
Oh man. So my head immediately goes to right flipper because more people are right-handed. Maybe mm. your natural instinct is to hit that right button. Well, you're right. Yeah. That's that's just that's just sound logic, right? <laughs> I did, yeah, there's 281 comments that say the phrase right flipper. Nice. And there's 241 that say left flipper. So pretty close though. 241 281. Yeah, that is pretty close. And then here's another stat, which this is just something I noticed when I was adding locations. I was surprised by how many locations had the name JJ, double J in the name of their business. Just struck me as weird. Yeah, like JJ's Lounge or something like that. I was like, why are there so many JJ places? So here's my theory. Um, Okay. Aside from name combinations like James John. Like there, I don't, you know, you know, Hey, I'm in St. John's, Oregon right now. James yeah. John is a big deal here. Um, okay. I bet the real reason is because some, you know, like Jimmy Bob sort of combo. There's, there's something that's JJ, but maybe it's the second J is junior. And what we're really mm. seeing here is a lot of John juniors. Or, or like, Jeff junior. Maybe. Yeah. Jim, Jim, James, like all that stuff. Mm. Just a theory. All right. Well, there probably aren't as many as you think, but now that we've like hyped it up, but how many do you think? JJ's on the pinball map? Uh Uh-huh. How many locations again? Like 6,000? Yeah, over 6,000. I'm going to go 13. Pretty close. There's eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah, it's still a surprising amount of JJ's. It's significant. This is fun. I like like the quiz (laughs) part. I like the quiz part of the podcast. Those are the only fun stats I came up with, though. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think I had others. I mean, I could straight up, I have the SQL up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Doing doing a live quiz? Yeah, all right, here's another one. Okay. How many locations do you think have the name, have the word lucky in their name? Lucky. Oh, boy. I hate that (laughs) word. I hate that word in the context of stuff like this. Um, Yeah. Lucky. So if there were eight JJs, I'll go with there's 34 Luckies. Wow, you're over by the same amount? Uh, 29. 29. Okay. Yeah, that's a good guess. Huh. All right. And then this one won't be as Man, interesting. Why but... am I so good at this? <laughs> I don't... Well, let's, let's see what happens here. How many locations have the word retrocade? in their name oh boy retrocade retrocade seems very particular wasn't it barcade that got trademarked or something yeah they were yeah barcade's trademark so only the the, we do have some barcades on there yeah i guess we probably Um, shouldn't even talk about that too much because they seem pretty aggressive about their trademark yeah they seem pretty litigious i mean but i yeah like choose your own adventure um retrocade oh yeah but i don't I, I i don't think judging by the name like full names of these places i don't think retrocade is trademarked yet okay well it shouldn't be it's a dumb word um <laughs> <laughs> sorry i love i love retrocades i just feels lazy to me the name feels lazy uh retrocade yeah, no one cares about that i'm gonna go with 25 25 no way yeah i feel like the retrocades tend to be bigger right so it has to be in a bigger city 
there's probably not many in the same city. So that's my thought here. I just don't think there's that many people there that, as you said, lazy with their names. Uh, so there's only six. Okay. All right. Well, good. Which, but yeah, but I thought that was a lot. I was like, man, there's a lot of, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's location pinball for you. <laughs> Lots of names out there. A lot of names gotta, out there. Gotta ID yourself as a... We'll think of some more fun stats next time. There's a lot a lot of places we can go with these stats. How many laundromats have pinball? How many users have AOL accounts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be good. Okay. I wanted to do a tips and tactics. We also mentioned in chat, at least, the Scott's fantasy game, but I don't know if you want to spill that on a podcast. I'll tell my fantasy game, but I was thinking about my fantasy game today at dinner and how when I was typing it out in the official pinball map chat room, how it felt like a revelation. I felt like I was I was discovering Iceland or something like that, like really, really doing something. Um, but now in retrospect, I feel like this idea has probably floated around many a late night bar room, you know, like this is the sort of stoned notion that's probably come to a million people's minds you know what i mean like it i don't know let me throw it, it out could, there. yeah yeah it, i don't know I, it felt pretty unique and felt like a good idea to me <clears throat> it's just so we'll see i just feel like it's so obvious somebody's made this as an offhand comment and they talked about it for longer than five minutes but anyway here's here's my pinball machine idea and is this is a tip and t- tip and tactic uh, no, we're in a new section segment called Scott's Fantasy Game. Oh, fantasy games. Okay. Um, so here's my fantasy game. Uh, the theme is you're a pinball tech. And the machine itself, the physical properties of the machine react differently based on the modes that you complete. Like general illumination is out. So you have to do a mode to turn it back on. Or a flipper is weak. You have to do a, a mode to get your flipper strong again. Um pop bumpers turn off, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Anything mm-hmm. that could break on a machine is fair game for being a mode in the game. And then my new my new tech here is that um, there'll be a mode where the ball has to touch every piece of the play field in order to clean the play field. And that gets mm. you a different type of bonus. And I have an elaborate magnet <laughs> system that I've invented in my head. And I, I have no no knowledge of engineering to actually do that. Uh-huh. But that's it. And like the lights can be dim until you hit everything and then they go full illumination because the machine's clean. Yeah, exactly. Or like um, things like ramps that just don't work until you you do a thing that lowers the um, or raises, I don't know, geometry, the the angle of the ramp Uh so that you can actually get a ball up there. Yeah. But the the cool thing that I, I, I actually would like about a machine like that is the notion that as you're fixing machines, you have these fantasy machines that are part of the game, right? Like going yeah, back to that yeah. unlicensed machine thing. I think that could be fun to play around with. And then, you know, yeah. I, and then dinner continued for a little bit more. And I was like, oh, that's right. I'm a software development manager in Portland, Oregon, who knows nothing about machines, design or anything. And then my life continued mostly the same. Well, I was thinking we could uh, incorporate pinball map into that too. By so, like, here's what it here's the theme. It's you're a tech. You're sitting at your headquarters, waiting to learn about a problem with one of your machines on your route. Someone leaves a comment on the map, 
you get pinged. You, yeah. you get a message that says pinball map message. Somebody left, somebody left a comment saying the, the left flipper's weak on, on Hawkman. And then you got to, in the game, drive out to that location. And then you start playing that machine, mm. which has a weak left flipper. Mm-hmm. And then you need to like hit some shots to fix that left flipper. And then you get another message from the pinball map. So, you know, that's a way to like sneak us into there. Elijah, who was attack, had the good idea of the shaker motor in the machine replicating you being electrocuted as you're <laughs> fixing electrical issues. I think that would uh-huh. be a nice feature as well. Um, yeah, and then a I video think... mode where you have to avoid drunk people as you fix the machine on site. <laughs> uh, I think my idea was uh, like a a ball trough that spits out two balls when it's supposed to have one, but if you drain one, your ball ends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> multi-balls that give you one fewer ball than you want. You know, So basically the game is filled with glitches, and then you need to fix those glitches. It would be a really fun game. Um, yeah. Hey, Gar- Gary Stern, I know you're listening. <laughs> I know you're listening to this podcast, Gary. He's listening. He's listening. I respect what you've done, and I want you to continue the good work. Consider this idea on the house. Wow, on the house. On you, the house. You'd wanna, he could still like hire us to just you know hire you at least to lay this out on paper all the modes. Yeah, I guess. Although now they have now they have Keith there, and he used to be an operator. Yeah. So he could do, he could do it. Hey Keith, I know you're listening. <laughs> this one's all yours, buddy. <laughs> Gary, it was Keith's it, idea. Bro. It was Keith's idea the whole time. It could be. It'd be called on location. Or did you have a name for it? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I did. I mean, yeah, Tech Blues. Yeah, like okay. Tech Tech would have to be in the name. I don't know. Uh, somebody pointed out that a machine like this would never get made because. Well, wait a minute. I'm going to argue with that theoretical person. Somebody pointed out that this wouldn't work because there's no mass appeal for it, right? Um, but isn't a big part of the pinball industry the home home buyer? Mm-hmm. Those people spend money for the machine. Probably This is the Back Glass Brothers. Habitat. We gotta talk about Isaac Newton's pinball party. An educationally themed pinball experiment to get the youth back into the game, but also teach them the laws of motion and physics. (laughs) Isaac Newton's pinball party. I'm pretty sure uh, Keith Keith's listening, so you guys. I know. He'll he'll know. I'm pretty sure I'm in Southwest Airlines magazine talking about Isaac Newton's pinball party. Do you remember that? Yeah, what was that? I don't know how that happened. I wound up in Southwest Airlines magazine. Right? That's right. Talking about that? Talking about pinball. That's right. How I did that happen? I feel like if we say it enough times, someone will make it. It's in Southwest. It'll be on Pinball Map Podcast. Another thing we were thinking to, uh, well, Herb, to get the, to get the youth. Yeah. The youngsters, the young, the young thespian into the into the game of pinball. Golden girls, Golden girls, yeah. Hey, people are taking claim for that. Really? Yeah, 
couple people were like, no, man, I came up with Golden Girls. And did you notice that on the picture? I couldn't find it. It's not like not up on the website anymore. Something's like, huh? not let it load, but it's spelt wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says like, yeah. Golden Grills. It says Golden Grills. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, Drew made that. Yeah, a couple people were wanting the Golden Girls pinball. That's when that's when Wheel of Fortune came out, remember? And we were like, oh, cool, they're really catering to, uh, you know, the people that are still into pinball. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune's great, though. We just oh, yeah. got one at the bar. All right, last segment is uh, tips and tactics. Simple tip, like we are, like it is every time. This is a tip on how to use Pinball Map more efficiently. This is when you're submitting a location to be added, try to fill out as many fields as you can. And this is coming from my perspective of when I add locations, I often add them while I'm at work and while I have like one minute to spare on something. And I'm like, well, I have a minute. I'm going to add a location. And I look at the queue of 30 locations that have been submitted. And if I see one that has a lot of all the fields filled out, I can just click a button and it gets added. If I see one that has lots of fields missing, fields such as the address, the city, crucial fields that you need, uh, then those won't get updated as quickly because it requires more work for us to get them ready. So try to fill out as many fields as you can. All right, I will. All right, well, good job, Ryan. Good podcast. Yeah, you too, Scott. Good job. Good job talking. I'll see you on the internet, and I'll see all the users on the internet too. It's all (laughs) going to happen on the internet. That's, That's where we're at these days. That's where we hang out on the net. That's where the pinball map is. It's on the internet, but... It connects people to the real world. Bye, Scott. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. Have a have okay. a have a safe and uh, healthy time in California. Try to play some pinball, and I'll see you around.